It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. A man that's been like 40 Super Bowls, Rick. He has a book out that we love to discuss, me having not read as of yet. Close friend of yours hasn't taken the time. It's been, what, six months to read this book? Your best friend, Dave, actually came up with this amazing new kitchen invention. I'd like to offer you the first, the prototype. <laughs> Slices, it dices, it Marianne. I meant to say Julianne. I said Marianne, and I can't get away from it. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Slices and dices what? Anything. Julia Child can use it. Dahmer can use it. Anybody in between. On 98.7 ESPN. I see how it is. I see how it is. I have a moment of non-brilliance once in a while. That's the moment, and you go right after it. Right after it. Right, at, you know, it's like I have a scab, and you know, you pick, you pick, you pick, and now, and now, I uh, it's an open wound. And by the way, it's not, it's a Julienne, not Julienne. It's not Julienne. It is Julienne. It's not Julienne. Yes, it is. No, listen to the old commercial, Raymond. Get the old commercial. It slices, it dices, it Juliennes. It's not Juliennes. It, listen to the commercial. Spell it. I don't know how to spell it. Right. But I know that they said it's on not, that commercial. It's not spelled like Julianne. I can tell you that. Well, I think it, Okay, I'm going to spell. I'm going to try. J-U-L-I-E-N-N-E. Does that sound like Julianne to you? That's what they said. Listen no, to the commercial. Wrong. Is that the Listen to the, the Ginsu commercial. It slices, it dices, it Julianne's. And your model, the new prototype, Marianne's. <laughs> right. That's right. You know, the Julianne was years ago. Yes. This is the Marianne. Uh, come out to see the Michael K Show live today, 3 o'clock from Platt Deutsch Park in Franklin Square, Long Island, for a very special countdown to kickoff broadcast to get you ready for the big game. Live music from one of the Tri-State's best cover bands, The Mystic. We're bringing the big game experience to you at Platt Deutsch Park, brought to you by Wise Snacks, Security Dodge, Resorts World Catskills, Chili Willy, and Cool Carl's Ice, Tullamore Dew, Irish Whiskey, and the new Tullamore Dew Honey. That's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. Are you, You're you going, yes? No, no, no. You can't because of children's hockey. Yeah, you're talking big hockey practice today. I understand. But if you didn't, you'd be there. If I didn't, I'd probably show up and maybe sing a little share. Really? Yeah. At Platt Deutsch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good time. Franklin Square. All right. And you'd say... <laughs> 1-800-919-3776. Fill in the blank for me, would you? Okay. Niners win this game if. Oh, good one. Thanks. Uh, if they can stop the run. So Pacheco has a subpar. Edwards Hilaire stinks. Stinks. Like, why are you so, why do you I, hate I, him I, so much? Every time I watch, like, he never breaks a tackle. They used a first-round pick on him. I just think he's awful. I can't give my opinion. No, but it's just like every every time we bring up running back in Kansas City, you can't help but say— I can't. You're right. 
I just I he drives me crazy. I think he's so bad. Regardless of that, there's real vitriol. I don't know why. If you you know what it was because his first year, Lewis Riddick was like I would take him number one in fantasy. And in like every league I was in, I took him in the first round, and he was so bad, and he's gotten worse since then. So I can't stand him. That being said, if Pacheco has less than what, like seventy yards, you like the Niners' chances in this game? Yeah, I like. Listen, I mean, the thing that concerns me most about the about this game for the Niners is their defense. Their defense has not hasn't been which is amazing. Up. And if you get behind, I mean, if you get behind the way they've gotten behind. Especially in that last game against Detroit, I don't, I, I don't count on Andy Reid making the kind of mistakes that Dan Campbell made or Patrick Mahomes, the way that they're playing, making those kind of mistakes that didn't get you back into the game. And Kansas City's defense is way better than than the Lions' defense and the Packers' defense. Oh, Lions' defense was no, was not good at all. Packers' defense played okay in the postseason, but kind of melted when they needed to make the big stops. You're right, Chiefs' defense, but you know what? I don't think the Chiefs get credit for their defense being that good. No. Which is weird. Um, it's it gets, it's it kinda, really it, good. It gets overshadowed by the fact that you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. But this is a different team now. Like this right, is the but, best but, defense he's had. But like they can, Chris they Jones the ball is a well. star. He's a stud. They got. Deep, and, but it was what it was what a lot of people, including I think we talked about after last year when they won the Super Bowl, was the scary part about this team. And no one expected the wide receivers to be as bad dropping balls and everything else this season. We just thought it would be okay. It's you know, they bring in Rasheed Rice, they'll figure it out. And you're bringing pretty much the same guys back that just won a Super Bowl. It wouldn't look like it looked, but it did. Is how many young guys, like how many rookies were on that defense that won the Super Bowl? Now, all of a sudden, now they're in, they're, it was it was good last year. Now they're coming back year two. It should be better. Right. And it was. Right. But but here's the thing. They weren't very good in the Super Bowl. So I think there was this idea of, like, yeah, right, they're returning all these guys, but they weren't that good in the first place. So it's great that they're back. But this year, it's like their defense is a, a real problem. That's a real problem, and I think that's also shifted how, especially now in the postseason, how they're approaching their offense. Like they have, they know they have a good defense. You saw it against Baltimore, right? You know, first two possessions right down the field, they score touchdowns. Then second half, they didn't need to do much. Let's just not make mistakes. As long as we don't make that big glaring mistake, you know, our defense is really good, and you know, we'll cause or force the other team to make mistakes, which they did. The Zay Flowers fumble, and then Lamar making that you know decision to throw the ball into the end zone. That got picked. Yeah, that that was that was really really bad. Patrick Mahomes um, spoke to the media. He he was asked, um, "Will Andy Reid retire after this football game?" Here's Mahomes. I'm highly doubtful. He enjoys it every single day. He loves it, and he comes to work with that uh, that energy every single day. So it'd be very surprising to me, and I, I haven't got any sense of that um, in any sense. I don't. I would be stunned if he retired. I mean, he's got such a good thing going right now. I know. I understand that, and it feels like it's it's always going to be good. And with Patrick Mahomes, I understand that. It's just, I tell you this all the time with, with like guys at his level, coaches, players, like they hold themselves to a certain standard. Like there's a certain way, you know, that they like to do things and the amount of work that they put in. And at a certain point, it just becomes too much. Right? Like, I mean, it, it takes a lot to be as good as the best players are, to be as good as the best coaches are, the amount of preparation, the amount of time spent at the facility. Like that, that, that his expectation is always to be that great. And if he doesn't put all the work, you know, leading up to the season to be that great, right? Then that's not acceptable for him. A lot of guys are like that too, though. It's like they know they can still play because just they're still that good, 
It's just, do I want to put all the work I know it's going to take to get me to that level that I need to be at? And the answer for a lot of those guys when they retire is, no, I, I don't. I get it, but it feels like there are some football lifers, right? We're, like Bill Belichick has worked every single year in this league since 1974 until now. Andy Reid has been in this league forever, forever. He's, you know, all we talk about, Belichick, 302 wins. It's amazing. You know, Reid is fourth. Reid is, is, is right behind them. Now, granted, it's a big number, right? It's 258, so he's he's... 40 plus behind them, but I mean, you got to figure they're going to win 10, 12 games every single year with Mahomes at quarterback. I get it, but at a certain point, I mean, Mahomes isn't going anywhere, right? Like at a certain point, it might just be enough is enough. I- I'm with you, right? Like as long as my wife was happy, everything was good, and I was healthy, I would ride this thing as long as I could ride it. Like you got a, you got a good thing, why mess it up? But you also got to recognize how much of a commitment, sacrifice, work gets put into it. I get it. I get it, but he, I don't know. He just feels like a football coach to me, like a forever football coach. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, so did Nick Saban. So did Nick Saban. Nick Saban's like, you know what? It's just too much. You're, you, you know what? You're right. You're 100% right. I'm, I, was, I was very surprised that Nick Saban retired. Well, I can also understand, though, like, the way college is going with everything else. He's probably like, I'm, I'm all set with this. It's a shame that, I mean, obviously he he's doesn't want to do it anymore. He's too old. It's a shame that Nick Saban never got more of a chance in the NFL. I would, if I, if, you know, like if you got asked the question, like if you go back and change you know, certain things. If you ask me that football-wise, I would have loved to have seen what it would have looked like if they cleared, medically cleared Drew Brees to be the quarterback in Miami, what the difference would have been for him if he actually had the quarterback in Miami. Because he's an unbelievable coach, man. He just didn't have he's a quarterback. He's a great coach. It just it, it didn't it didn't work out, right? But, man, oh, man. I, 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 I would have to think that's got to be a big, a big like, maybe it's not at the, end of, at the end of the day when he thinks about it. Man, I wish I could have done more in the NFL. I think he does. I mean, it'd be like if you'd have about... Like, you'd have a hard time criticizing him for anything, but one of the things I'm sure people would use as a a negative towards Saban was he didn't have the success in the NFL. Like, if all of a sudden he has success in the NFL, followed up by the success he's having in college football, now you're talking about maybe the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches ever. Uh, I think you could say the greatest coach ever, no? Right. And I'm sure in the back of his mind he feels like he had the, like, if given the proper shot, he had the ability to do that. So if you look at that and say greatest coach ever based on success all over the place, Jimmy Johnson's got to be up there, huh? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson was up there. That was another one. That was another uh, crappy decision that you could go if you you wish you could go well, back. That was, and that was Jerry Jones. It was so. No, dumb. I'm saying right, but I'm saying if they could have just uh, put the Eagles aside and everything else and just let him do what what he was meant to do with that team. I told you I watched that thing with Troy Aikman. And he's Thank like, God. He, Switzer was like. He's like, is, is he going to say anything? I can't be the bad guy all the time. Thank like, God. Gonna... I mean, that. think about this, too. That was pre-free agency. So they wouldn't. They had more depth and more talent on that team than maybe almost any team you've seen. If not for Barry Switzer taking over and that thing falling apart, I, I, they could have won five Super Bowls. You would have been in real trouble. Oh, Real uh, trouble. You, you got to be careful because it coinc- it coincided like when free agency became a thing that when Jimmy left because they were losing guys left and right. Now they weren't drafting nearly as well when he left, but like they lost a lot of guys. How many super real question? Then we'll get to the calls. And we'll get to stuff you missed. At least four. At least four. That wasn't going to be my question. Mm-hmm. If the Herschel Walker trade was never made, how many? <sighs> Maybe not any because they got so much talent as a result of that trade. They conned, they conned the Minnesota because they, they got a bunch of like extra first and second oh. and third round picks because For they, 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 they got like scrub players and the Dallas roster was so bad that there was like a provision in like the roster. Well, well if this guy's still on the roster by draft time, then we won't give the, we won't get this extra pick. 
if we if we cut him, we'll get this extra second rounder from you. And the the Minnesota GM agreed to it all. Like there was a bunch of these provisions in there. It was That's like, got to be one of the they, worst they played in the history of sports. Oh, they they played him like J- Jimmy played the guy like a, like a fool. It was it was incredible. Like if you, if you just want to like analyze I don't, I don't everything, wanna, that I don't they even got. want to discuss it ever again. Actually, I hear you. I understand. You, sure you want to spend an hour? We can spend an hour on it if you want. No, I don't want to. Really? Why don't you down. do it? On, I'm on sure the... Gary Myers knows a lot about it. I'm sure he does. Get, you know what? You want to get it back on the line? If if you want to discuss that. No. Nah, yeah, I might don't. as well. Um, I got the uh, I got your Dan Marino numbers for you. Nice. Yeah. So Dan Marino, his second year we're talking about, he threw for five thousand and eighty four yards. Right. Forty eight touchdowns. Let me let me guess. Second thirty five hundred yards. No. No, surprisingly, no. Second was forty six hundred yards. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm shocked by that. Who was that? Neil Lomax. Okay. Cardinals. So he was second. Phil Sims was third with just over four thousand. Now, here's where the big discrepancy happens. Uh, touchdowns. Dan Marino, 48. Second on the list. Dave Craig. Is it Craig or Craig? Craig? Craig. Yeah, Dave Craig. 30, 32. Oh, my God. So he threw. He had 50% less, exactly 50% less than Marino. So 48 to 32, and then third on the list was Lomax at 28. So 20 touchdowns less. That's so right. Wild. So so touchdowns is a monster discrepancy. Yeah, I'm surprised that difference. Loma I mean 4600 yards is a lot. It is. Yeah. That's I mean that's still 5000 yards back in 1984. Crazy. Man. I mean that's so ahead of the time. So I mean, ahead of the time. Mark Clayton, Mark Duper. It's it's really a shame that the Dolphins and, and he went in his second year to the Super Bowl and they never went back. No. And that's young enough where you're like, oh, this is it. Duff. Well, that was the, the thought. The thought when because I think they'd lost that game 38-16. And the Niners were just way better. Beat them up way better. And the thought was, yeah, it's fine because Marino is, is what, 24 years old and he's going to go back. Like, like they thought Patrick Mahomes, right? He's going to go back over and over and over and over. And they never did. And they could never get a running game and they could never get that defense right. What a shame. The only difference is Patrick Mahomes does go back. That's my point. Every That's year. my point. But they thought that Marino would be the guy that would go back like Patrick Mahomes does. Let's go to, uh, you love this guy, Sal and Duchess. Hi, Sal. You're on 98.7. Hello, my friends. How you guys doing? Uh, buongiorno, Sal. I just want to throw in my two cents. Like, I, every butthead has an opinion. And I just don't know whether it's going to be over or under. The reason why I, I like Kansas City and the under is because I think they're going to stop Purdy. They, uh the defense is going to just frazzle him all over the place. They, they're going to throw five guys, four guys, and he just, you know, they just don't know which way they, they're going to come. That's my opinion. And I don't know if he's playing or not, but I have a feeling that they say that um, uh, the, the carries Tony there, he's going to play, he's going to do punt return. I, don't th- I, I think he, he's going to have a positive game. He uh, He's playing? I thought he wasn't going to play in this game. That's the call. Yeah, I wouldn't well, trust him. I, yeah. I wouldn't trust him. Ugh. You know who their punt returner is now? Uh, Kansas City's punt returner? The great. Oh, yeah. is uh, He played for the Giants. The great Richie James. Richie James. Yeah. That's the other thing you mentioned when you asked me to fill in the blank. It's the, it's the stop and the run. And it's the, whoever makes the mistake. Well, but yeah, of course. But that's any game, right? Whoever no, makes the mistake. No, I know. But it just feels like it's going to be one of those games where. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like. Kansas City doesn't make the mistake. That's the point. It, so it kind of feels like. So, so I almost look at it and say, Kansas City's not going to make the mistake. So. If San Francisco doesn't make the mistake, feels like it might be the, the fill-in-the-blank moment there. 
Yeah, I think offensively. I mean, they'll be able to run the football. I think San Fran. Be able to do that. San Francisco's going to be able to run they the better. football. They better. Yeah, I think they will be. I mean, you've been able to run. Like, look what look what Buffalo did against that defense. They ran the ball against that defense. For some reason, Baltimore just, I mean, decided that they, they weren't going to commit to the run at all. Maybe they got frazzled by getting, I mean, their great defense getting, getting so scored in the matter, first two though. possessions. It doesn't uh, matter. It you were never down that much that you couldn't run the ball. That's It's the best thing that I think Detroit does and Ben Johnson does. No matter what the score, unless it's, you know, down by 30 with four minutes to go, they always run the football. Yeah, well, so does Kansas City. I, I mean, so I think San Francisco will do the same thing. I hope. Brandon Middletown. Hey, Brandon. Gentlemen, how are things? Uh, things are great. Good. Glad to hear. i uh, got a Super Bowl question here. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on why Vegas has San Francisco as the favorite in this game, despite Kansas City having the better quarterback, a defense that's playing much better than San Francisco's right now, and the more seasoned and experienced head coach. Yeah, not to mention the fact that Dandy Reed with extra time, uh, the success he's had. I, I would. So what I was, I heard this. I don't know how true this is, but this is what I heard. I was, I was told that the reason why San Francisco is the favorite is because. Vegas took a bunch of future bets on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. And they wanted to even out the sides. Because mm. it is a suspicious. Like that, that's one of the other things that makes me nervous about picking Kansas City in this spot. Is why, why are the Niners favored? Why are the Niners favored? It's not supposed to be an easy pick. So I'm usually, I mean, honestly, like I'm not trying to, to you know, say that I'm great or anything. But usually like when, when I think about what a spread is going to be on a, on a Monday. And then we'll go through them. I'm pretty much like spot on with everything. I thought this was going to be not, um, Chiefs by like three. I'm like five points off. That's a big difference. It's a huge difference. So I don't know. Uh, it, it is a little confounding. Uh, RJ. Uh, RJ. Yes, Dave. Stuff you missed. You ready? Sure am. Let's go. Now. See ya. Touchdown. Rebound score. The shit you missed. Oh, boy. Talking Super Bowl. Brett Veach, by the way, said yesterday, and this is scary for me and everyone else, because you assume they would lose some guys. They have some big names up after this year. They are going to prioritize re-signing Chris Jones and Legereus Sneed. So. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to be a thorn in the AFC side forever. Seems that way. Seems that way. We'll get to plenty of football, plenty of hoops also, but references earlier and found the audio. Woody Johnson spoke yesterday, oh, and aside from putting Joe Douglas and Robert Sala on notice, had this to say about what was going through his head when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. How painful was that for you, Woody, him going down with all the excitement? There's been so much excitement all What does it feel like having your arm chopped off? <laughs> Not good, I would say. Yeah, yeah, you can have some guys. Yeah. Arm chopped right off. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> Has any team been l- less prepared or, or, or more inappropriately prepared for something happening than the Jets with Rodgers? No, emotionally, they couldn't handle it. I mean, my God. It was I it. get it. It was over. I, I, but, I mean, the season ended at that moment. Yeah, it was over. It was done. That's it. Bye-bye. Just like his arm. Bye-bye. You show me something. Cut your arm off. Chop off an arm. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, show me something. Wink Martindale got a new gig. He's going to be uh, not not official, but sounds like it's close. New defensive coordinator at Michigan Wolverines. So you're going to have the way it's looking right now. Wink Martindale calling the defense for Michigan and uh, Bill O'Brien on Ryan Day staff for Ohio, Ohio State calling the offense. That's a it's a big league matchup. Uh, Mike Zipper, what's uh, what's old is new again. New defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. 
almost two decades after he was last the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Uh, Ray, your quick thoughts. Like I said, Mike Zimmer's a very good defensive coordinator, and I'm sure he's going to fix up some issues that were lacking there defensively, but he's a hire that makes Jerry and Steven comfortable. Well, one of those issues, first take yesterday, Demarcus Lawrence. What went wrong at the end of the year? All honesty, I think the main thing is who's burned out, man. Long season, um, team dominantly healthy throughout the season. The legs get tired, but also, um, you know, you got to give hats off to Green Bay, man. They came out with a great game plan. I don't, what is he even <laughs> saying? Why, why would he say that? We though? burned out, legs dominant throughout the season. What does that even mean? It, it, I mean, he's saying that in that game they had nothing. No, I don't know why. All he had to say was that last part. Just hats off to Green Bay. Like, right, why that's even, it. Just, like, why are you guys, take your hats say, off to Green Bay? Why take your hats off to be, Green Bay? Be, because they played because, a great game. Because Green that's Bay demolished them. Dallas didn't even show up. They demolished Fired. them, Rick. They I know they did. It's embarrassing. Them. It's not good. It's not good. What is good? Not in a good place. NFL Awards last night. MVP. He's going to break down. Uh, he might. Oh, uh, my God. Legs MVP, Lamar weak. Jackson. Uh, offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Offensive Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud. Will Anderson Jr. on the defensive side. Comeback Player of the Year, Joe Flacco. Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, Cam Hayward. Any issues with any of that? Any issues with any of that? I feel like it's about what no. we expected. They, no. Yeah, I don't have a major issue with that. No. Uh, new Hall of Fame class, Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, my guy, Patrick Willis, Devin Hester, and Andre Johnson. I think you probably could have made a strong case for Baker Mayfield, maybe. Uh, in the Hall of Fame? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. over, over Flacco for a comeback that was player. Funny. <laughs> was, that, the comeback player of the year award usually is guy coming off a major injury or something. You know, like DeMar off Hamlin. A, that, or off a couch. Yeah, couch. D- yeah exactly. Off a, it's, it's now off a couch midway through this season award. Now we've set that precedent. Wasn't DeMar Hamlin like like an unbelievable favorite to win that award? Yeah. Well, he didn't really play. Yeah. yeah but, but he came back I, from, I mean, from you know basically what? death, though. I, uh, again, he, he basically come back from, from being dead on the field. Joe Flacco came off the couch. Did you watch Joe Flacco play for the Jets? Oh, wow. Uh, Randy Gratishar and uh, Steve McMi- uh, McMichael. Mon- Mongo McMichael, also a senior finalist in the hall. Uh, Knicks lose to the Mavs, kind of what we expected. Luke Luca goes wild, 39-11-8. Dante had 36 in the loss. Uh, d- as if they already had enough problems. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein leaves the game second half, sore Achilles. That's the problem he was kind of managing a few weeks back. Knicks finished the game with seven healthy players. But... Good news, I guess, depending on how you look at Including it. Including Charlie Brown. That's Charlie right. Brown did play in the game. Yeah. Uh, they Jacob add, Toppin. Yeah. Jacob, I can't believe Jacob Toppin's in the slam dunk contest. It's absurd. He's one of the hallmark names. He was announced like a week ago. He uh, claims to be a better dunker than Obi. I'll tell you that much. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> now we, you we, do now. Yeah, now we do. Uh, OG and Obi, gonna, he uh, had surgery to remove that low, loose bone fragment. He's going to be out at least three weeks. Sounds like that's when he'll be reevaluated. By now, you know, Knicks get, and we were all over the pronunciation of this quite a while back, Boyan Bogdanovich and uh, Alec Burks. Welcome back to New York. I thought you York. said it was Boyan. That's what I said. That's what he what said. He, he said Boyan. Are you okay? He said Boyan. No, he didn't say Boyan. He said yes. Boyan. No, he said Boyan. I don't think that's right. Uh, but I was already mean <laughs> to you earlier. It's so Boyan. I regret being mean to you, so I'm just going to. Did you find the audio of uh, Julianne's Raymond? I was mad at Stamatis. <laughs> I, I, I watched at least three infomercials for it, and they didn't actually say the slogan. 
That's it, the slogan. Yeah, I, I believe you because it's, it's it's in the description, but same, they don't actually say it. Sa- same thing, but every time they mentioned it, it was Julienne. Thank no. you, like I said. No, not Julienne. <laughs> uh, plenty of Nick's reaction earlier if you missed it. Check out Hour 1 of the podcast wherever you get your pods. By the way, Brooklyn Nets, no slouch at the deadline either. They sent Spencer Dinwiddie uh, about a year after they acquired him for Dennis Schroeder. Dinwiddie was immediately waived by the Raptors. He's I, I, The Lakers seem like they're... Hot on his trail to add him. Uh, Schroeder under contract for one more year, $13 million. Brooklyn also gets Thaddeus Young back uh, about a decade after he played for them from Toronto. Uh, then they sent Royce O'Neal to Phoenix. Nice addition for them. And uh, Keita Bates, Diop, and uh, Jordan Goodwin in three seconds. Nets then got blown out by Cleveland by uh, <laughs> in a game in which they allowed a 21 nothing run at one point. Uh, Thunder get Gordon Hayward. Uh, he's been out for quite some time. 76ers trade uh, Pat Bev to the Bucks for a campaign and a pick. Kobe Bryant gets a state, uh, statue, 19-foot statue outside where the Lakers play. It's Kobe walking off the floor with his right uh, index finger up after he scored 81 against the Raptors back in 06. Here was his widowed wife, Vanessa Bryant. And for the record, Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. So if anyone has any issues with it, tough <laughs> Tough bleep. Tough bleep. I'm telling she you, man. She COVID, COVID changed everything for interviews. Yeah, we just swear whatever. Swear whenever. Uh, Caitlin Clark, 39 points away from becoming the all-time women's college hoop scoring leader. Had 27 last night. Uh, RJ, wasn't that? Uh, did you do any research on this on this game? I think that was the first time in uh, like a, I don't know how many games it was where she wasn't the leading scorer on both teams. Uh, yeah, her teammate had I think 42. Wow. I want to say. Yeah, they blew out Penn State. Uh, Adolis Garcia, Rangers, two-year, $14 million deal, and Kevin that Cash. That seems like a phenomenal deal for the Rangers. Yeah, he was tremendous last He's year. He's awesome. And Kevin Cash gets an extension from the Tampa Bay Rays. And that's it. That's it. i got to tell you, listening to the Buck, the Buck song we played yesterday, uh, baseball managers are underpaid dealing with what they got to deal with. Like having to talk to the media every day, being blamed for everything, and then having these nerds tell you that guys can't play because they hit a couple doubles and a triple. Like I, I, I would probably physically assault somebody. I, I don't. Bl- I, I would agree with you 100. percent Like, what are you? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the guy had three extra base hits, and you're telling me bench him because because he ran too much? Too much. <laughs> he's a he's a 28 year old athlete in the prime of his career. He can sleep till noon the next day, and I can't play him because because he ran. Like 180 feet twice? <laughs> it's too far. Oh, I couldn't do it. Uh, Kay- Caitlin Clark's team, by the way, had 47. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. 47? Yeah. Uh, I, think it was like th- I think it was like 30-something games she's gone consecutively where she's the leading scorer on both teams, too. She's phenomenal, huh? Oh, dude, she can. And she you can see the amount of from... people that go to those Iowa games? I'd love to see. So I so they got that. Her versus Steph Curry in a three-point competition would be well, awesome. I thought, aren't they doing Sabrina. that? Sabrina. Oh, right, right. Sabrina and right. Uh, Ionescu. But that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. But Kate, I mean, Caitlin Clark's range is crazy, crazy. She got Steph Curry range. That's why. That's why I said. Yeah. I wonder why she couldn't do it though. I'm sure she will. So maybe when she turns pro. Yeah, but but I'm, I mean, with NIL, I would think that even if she got paid, they can they should be allowed to do that, right? Well, but Sabrina's already a pro, so maybe they thought they would do it with Sabrina. Maybe then now Caitlin. We'll see how this goes. Well, hell, I throw Caitlin Clark right in the uh, three point contest. How great would that be? Awesome. Tell you what, it would make it. Be- I, I would be more intrigued if you had Caitlin Clark in the three point contest. Now maybe you throw her in the dunk contest too. Who knows? Well, I don't. I don't think that would work. Well, I mean, are you that excited about it now? No, I probably won't watch it. Well, you'll watch it. No, don't tell me what I'll do. I tell you. I tell you what I'm going to do. 
I'm not going to know what happens. I'm going to come in Monday. You're going to be like, the slam dunk. I'm going to be like, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and you, it's just like, your, uh, just like the Gary, Gary Myers book. Same thing, huh? Do we, do, we need, do we need to know what happened? Like, do you think we're going to break down the slam dunk contest? I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to make a you point. Know, you know what? Tell me, so we'll do it that Monday after the All-Star break. Do it in the 6 o'clock hour. I'll show up a little late. <laughs> you carry it. You, you run through it. You analyze it. You take calls on it. I'll show up in the 7 no, o'clock no, no. hour. No, no, no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm, I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit here through through interviews because you, God forbid, you read a book. You're going to sit there and listen to me break down a slam dunk contest. How about that? Great. Who's in the slam dunk contest? Jacob Toppin, Mac McClung, yep, Jalen Brown, yep, and then uh, Jaime. Uh, <laughs> so you have like one star and three guys. I mean, at least Jaime. What's his Jaime Jacquez? Is that his name? Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. Jaime Jacquez. Jaime Jaquez. Jaquez. So at least he like he's a real player. Mac McClung is not even in the NBA. Well, you got two G League guys, yeah. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch guys that I don't know who they are. You, you've made it known that you not only don't want to, you intend not to. Oh, I, guess I, who I else? Not... I just got. I just got a. Uh, I just got a tweet. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire also in the slam dunk contest. Because <laughs> you love him. You're gonna watch it. Stop it. Uh, uh... I promise you I won't. Now it's just out of principle. Well, see, this is why you're not the king of sports in your house anymore, because you, know you know that Alex is going to watch it. Alex will watch it. That's a good point. Yeah. Good. You know what? I, I will give him the crown. Oh, don't, hey, careful, what you, careful what you say. He can have the crown. i going to start slapping you around. He might kick you off for the Super Bowl. He, he, that. You go, he, you he go watch Super Bowl at your friend's house. I'm going to watch it here by myself. He just, get, out, get out of my TV room. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Picks. I'm going to go with the Chiefs and lay the net in DNR. Time for our final pick of the season brought to you by Samwell Institute. 
for pain management. Uh, standings don't... Well, I guess, RJ, if you'd like to go over the standings, you can. I've already lost. RJ has, has clinched third. First is up for a, a battle. Rick, I believe, is a game ahead of Raymond at the moment. Yep. Rick, 36-25-1. and one. Ray, 35-26-1. and one. So Rick has clinched at least a share of the crown. Ray can draw even. Here is the interesting part of things. Rick controls the board. Oh, Ooh, Rick, Rick controls the board. Yeah, you sure do. Rick has not lost a game since Wildcard Weekend and only has two losses since Week 17. Wow. Unbelievable. This wow, is quite that is, the run. You're, you're like that a superhero is, nice. is what you are. That is nice. My goodness. Oh. I'm going to save RJ for last because this is his Super Bowl. Let's hear. Uh... <laughs> this is his Super Bowl. You, you say that like tongue in cheek, but it, it actually is. No, it is. Let's hear what right. Dave has. To, let's see what Dave's announcement right, the game is. Um. Well, you know me. I've been on the Niners bandwagon all year long outside of just one hiccup where I was rooting for the Lions. But the, Fraud. the Niners laughed at me and said, no, no, we, we, what we're going to do is we're going to fall behind big and then we're going to come back and still win the game led uh, by Mr. Irrelevant, the great uh, Broctavius Purdy. So I find this game to be very interesting. I'm confused at the spread, which makes me lean Niners a little bit because if there's such confusion, maybe people know things that I don't. But I'm sorry. I can't go in a different direction than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and that defense and that experience. So what I'm going to be doing is rooting Niners. I'd like to be wrong. But I'm going to take the Chiefs 27-23. I'll put my head down, RJ, and I apologize to you for that pick, but I have to take the Chiefs in this game. Wow. All right. I could be a bad guy and make Raymond go first, but I won't be. Well, he can't go first because I would. Well, first. before me. You know what I mean? Before me. Okay. But I won't. I'll give Raymond an opportunity here because I, I trust Raymond. I think Raymond now, Ray, here's pick. a question for you now. Do you do whatever the opposite is of what he does, or are you going to take what you believe no matter what? I'm not going to lie to you. It, Rick's pick could influence the direction that I go because the spread is so small. And and, I, and I've been going back and forth on this uh, the entire week, the entire two weeks, honestly. I'm, All right, I'm, so then it's fair to say yeah. that's exactly what you're going to do. Whatever yeah. he does, you're going to take the opposite. It, it, it may weigh into it. It, okay. it. it may well weigh into it. All right, Rick? All right, so I've had a hard time with this because initially when I saw the number, it made no sense to me. And like RJ, who's been, I mean, and RJ was really good with the picks last year. Number doesn't make sense, seems a little bit fishy. Joe Burrow says he's going to win. There's going to be some weather. RJ's all over it. Uh, number didn't make any sense to me. So that concerns me. Here's the thing. I've been riding with Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team the entire time. They haven't done me wrong. They've bought into this whole you know chip on their shoulder while being underdogs. They're underdogs again. You got extra time for Andy Reid. You got extra time for Spags. Their defense has been great. I think it's going to be a close enough game where it's going to be a, a mistake or two that costs whatever team you know, to lose. And I have... I have faith in what I've seen so far from Kansas City that it's probably not going to be them because they've been buttoned up. He's only been sacked twice, hasn't thrown a pick. Seems like the tackles have figured it out. They're not taking penalties. They're the better defense. Um, They have the experience. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. I hate to do it, but I'm going to go with Kansas City. Give me a score. Uh, I'm going to go. I think the score I gave them was, I think I said 27-24 Kansas City. You almost copied my score. All right. Um, Raymond, we know where you're going to go. 
Well, here's the thing that's interesting, and and Rick can attest to this because earlier in the week we did discuss, you know, what I thought about it, and at that time, I told Rick I thought San Francisco would win the game. So this does make me feel slightly better because again, this is where I was leaning, maybe with my heart more than my head. Uh, everything that Rick said is true, all of it, but. For some reason, I just think with the amount of pressure that San Francisco is under, they're going to do everything they can to win this game. Well, what sure. kind of analysis no, is no, that? No, no. I'm, they're going to do just, everything they can to win this game. It's a Super Bowl. Listen, Dave, you know you, you could sit there and you can attack my logic all you want, but right. you're, you're sitting in last place, and I'm, and I'm trying to fight for a share first here. It's, so, it's a fair point. With so, analysis like that, who can argue? So I... I Kyle Shanahan's going to throw every trick he's, he can out there, and he's got the skill position guys to do it. That Chiefs defense is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but the Niners are healthy. They've got their weapons. Uh, we could get a lot of back and forth in this game. I really do think, and, and I think that we'll hit the over, by the way. So I think San Francisco wins, and I'm going with a score, actually, of 30-27. to 27. Niners by a field goal. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. All right, RJ. Well, you know where I'm going, so instead of explaining where, I will explain the why. Do you worry about the Niners being tired for the game? I hope not. Okay. The fire alarm went off <sighs> in the hotel a couple nights ago, and the sod stinks, so that concerns me. But here's where I think this gets decided. It's The run game is, is important. We've talked about that. You know why. Safety play of the Niners. I think the Niners intercept Patrick Mahomes in this game. Wow. They picked him off twice last time. Safety play, I think, is where this game is won and lost. The Niners have desperately missed Telenoa Hufunga badly. Since he has departed, they're a bottom 10 third down defense in the NFL. In came Logan Ryan off a Disney cruise. Played a ton in that Green Bay game and then didn't play it all against Detroit. Jair Brown, I would expect to get the majority of the snaps. Probably a name you don't know. He's a rookie out of Penn State. He has to have a big game. Because if you remember back to that first Super Bowl, that third and 15, that was a missed safety assignment. That Tyreek Hill reception that really spring springboarded the Chiefs all the way to a 10-point win, 11-point win. So that's where I think it gets decided. I do not. And I know their corners are secondary. Not afraid to stick their nose in there. I don't think they have an answer for Debo Samuel. Specifically, Debo Samuel running the ball end arounds, maybe not even out of the backfield. He was electric with the ball in his hands. Running the ball the first time around, I would expect a lot more of it. And Brock Purdy, he's got some wheels, enough to get himself out of trouble. Close game, Niners 21-17. Low scoring affair. I think so. Wow. 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 Uh, One more thing, and I mentioned you guys off the air. Uh, RJ, I believe you agree. Gives me tremendous concern. Jake Moody. I was going to do it. I was not even joking. I'm dead serious. Yep. That was the next sentence out of my mouth. So yeah, that's where we're, we're aligned. Well, I, I mean, just think, looking at things that could cost you this game, like I things mean, you Butker trust. I mean, is, is locks, you know, just he's a lock. He's a great kicker, and Moody is not. And he missed a kick against the Lions. He's missed a kick each of the last three weeks, including week 18. Yeah, big concern. Yep. So that, uh, I said this before the show, I hope that means Shanahan from the jump, aggressive. No field goals here. You well, get to the right Ray, He's going to play to win the game, so that's good. <laughs> I hope they do. But question for you, because I got things started off admittedly on the wrong foot. Who do you think has been meanest to you today? 
Everyone. Yeah. We've all taken turns. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Because with analysis like that, I have to I have to endure some <laughs> this desperation. Yeah. I mean, they're going to really do everything within their power to win this game. That's good. <laughs> You th- you wonder why people tune into the show. That's why. Uh, show uh, those are the picks. A licky boom boom down. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit samuelpain.com and do it today. All right. Over the past month, we've been giving our listeners boxes for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in quarters, one and $3,000 at the half, and a final score pad of $2,000. We're now going to reveal the numbers for the AFC. Rick. All right, here we go. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Shuffle, yep. shuffle, shuffle. The first number is number five. Five. Continue along. All right. We'll shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. The yes. second number is seven. Beautiful. Seven. All right. Third number is four. Number four. four. All right. RJ, how many numbers we need here? No, you got to go one through nine, right? Yep, we need ten of them. Next number is zero. There, there is no zero, is there, RJ? Yeah, there is. Of oh, course, beautiful. box pool. Well, what, yeah. What's what's it's zero, zero through nine? I've never seen a box before. Oh boy. What, well, what's what's the card that, that <laughs> is the equivalent to the zero? Though? Whatever he marks it as. All right. Could be a joker. He, could be a whatever. He, he, okay. he just. Are you watching? He held it up to the monitor for you. I got. So much stuff going on here, you'd have no. I idea. think this stuff smart. I am. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I will. Yeah, I, 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 I'm time. using. I decided to uh, to use Uno cards. Use Uno cards. He's brilliant. I'm great at Uno, by the way. Yeah, of course you are. All right, here we go. Next one up is number six. Number six. All right, next one. Here we go. Number three. Number three. Number three. This is great radio. Here we go. Next one coming up is... Number eight. Number eight. Was my favorite uh, number uh, as a uh, child. Eight. Ah, ah, ah. Next one up is... Number one. Number one. What a number segment one. this is. What a segment. Great Keep radio. going. All right, here we go. Uh, Next uh, one up uh, 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 is... I don't need the drum roll, Raymond. Don't need to do the drum roll. Next one up is number two. Uh, 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 uh. And I got one more, RJ. I believe so. Final number is number nine. Uh, 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 there you go. Beautiful. Oh, what a what a treat that was. Now, the K-Show is going to be announcing the NFC numbers later today to complete the grid. All brought to you by Security Dodge. Come get some. Tell them our Irish whiskey and the brand new Tell them our honey for full contest. Details go to superboxbonanza.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You have a quote you'd like to give us? Yeah, you're going to love this. So I thought, I mean, I thought I had heard this, but now I'm going to get a chance to read it. It's even better. So this is what Woody Johnson said. We talked about him earlier. Uh, Robert Sala is going to be a lot better head coach. One thing about head coaches is you get better as you get more experience. He's going to concentrate on the offense. He's got Jeff to do the defense, so we're good. It's going to be offense, offense, offense. We'll talk about that next week. Good, good luck, pal. Good luck. Um, Raymond, plays of the week. These no, oh, well. are the plays of the week. You week win two, and they're 0-2. Week win two. Arguably the greatest start to a week we've ever had, because what, what better thing to hear on a Monday than... Made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's right. That's good news. Great news. Uh, also, great news is any time we get to peer into Dave's past. Did you ever do mushrooms? Me, no. 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 How about you, Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. What happened, Dave? Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> How about, about you, Dave? <laughs> Dave's uh, prowess as a young uh, instrumentalist. I was a high-level pianist as a child. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How did we use that? How did we not use it on Thursday? Uh, it was an option. I don't know why we we went past That's it. We can always good. use it. We can always use it next Thursday. You know, other great D- Dave Nugget that we found out is you know his two sons were born in giant Super Bowl years, which begs the question of why he didn't try to have more children, but. That's another issue for another time. Speaking of Dave's sons. Maybe you allow me to be the sports guy in the house and oh. you you get out of my way. Yeah, that was the gauntlet thrown by Alex, mm-hmm. I guess, watching college basketball. Uh, that's right, because I said that Carolina was going to easily beat Clemson. They lost, and he lost it. And much like you, he gives non-apology apologies. Well, I, I do treat you with respect. The fact that you guys are so sensitive is not my fault. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Rick is not safe from uh, attacks from his own children. And this is my dad. He was a good player that had a lot of injuries that you wouldn't want. And now he's my dad. Very <laughs> thanks, nice. Thanks, Milo. Thanks, Milo. Loves you. Uh, Wednesday was a great day because you guys came came to the studio. And the first thing Rick says is, it smells like gasoline in here. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, right. it's actually Dave LaGreca's hot sauce. Uh, that was explained to him. And then he said it two more times. It smells like gas. It yeah. smells like it's, gas. It's, it's, it's hot sauce. It's Dave hot LaGreca's sauce like hot that. sauce. Well, if, if it's really spicy, maybe it does. But the real star Wednesday was uh, not only did we all get to finally get the brunch together and everyone got together, we took a great picture with some angry people behind us. Raymond, grab your present. Rick gave me the great present. Dave, I did get your present finally. I, I was checking the wrong inbox, but we got there. It, was, it all happened for my 40th birthday. Never thought I'd reach this date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did, and we were happy. My dad called in. That was a great moment. Everyone seems to enjoy that. Uh, but the to me, the real highlight of Thursday was not my birthday. No, no, no. It was once again, as always, Dave Rothenberg. It slices, it dices, it Marianne's. That's right. There was no willy and no nilly involved. And of course, a licky boom boom down. <laughs> you have any idea what Informer was saying in that song, Dave? Uh, I, He's I don't try know. Try it on Sunday. 
It was it was odd. It was not not easy to understand, and it didn't really make all that much sense. Does have the nice big empty house on Super Bowl Sunday, which he can a licky boom boom down. Uh, Friday show got off to an interesting start because RJ. I thought for a second there, RJ was contemplating murder on you, and we had to circle back to that. But uh, it turns out I was mad at Stamatis. And, you know, Stamatis, uh, do better with your phone line, buddy. Uh, wish we had more time, but what a fantastic week, guys. Thank you so much. It, it really was. Everybody enjoy Super Bowl 58, especially you, RJ. It's Rule 76. No excuses play like a champion as DPH or Rothenberg. And RJ, your team, Carpe Omnia. On 98.7 ESPN. A licky boom boom down. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.